welcome to the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. The thing you probably look forward forward to every Saturday, and if not, then it's 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 the thing that you probably look forward to every drive to work. If you are listening to this for the first time, do me a favor, press the subscribe, follow, or whatever button. Leave a review. Say Harvey Hook is the boss. And um, be sure to open your ears, open your heart, because in today's episode, we are going to be talking about making space for love. One of the biggest things that stops relationships and your own specific love life from growing. So if you're in a relationship, if you're single, if you're, if you're struggling, if you're having a bad time, or even if you're having a good time, and you want a greater time, you want what we call a next level relationship. You want a relationship on your terms. From shit to good, good to great, great to fucking fantastic. I want to tell everyone about it. This is the podcast for you. So make sure to subscribe. Make sure to keep an eye out. And we do this every Saturday relative to what country you're in. So thank you so much for listening in advance. I'm your boy, Harvey Hook. And uh, let's Hey, what up? It's me, your boy, Harvey Hook. How you going? Um, I, I wanted to talk today about making space for love. Uh, and uh, you're probably already aware of that because of my sexy little introduction. If you aren't aware, I record those sort of impromptu, like, as live as it can be. Um, I no longer live stream these things just because it's really easy for me to do it. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I leave in all screw-ups, I leave in all muck-ups, I leave in all those kinds of stuff because this is the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. And frankly, I don't do this podcast to do any more editing than needs to be done. So you know this is raw, you know this is or can be and hypothetically, potentially could be explicit. And you know that... I'm always going to say the things that is the most honest thing and, more importantly, what I find other dating coaches, other people who do this sort of thing, are afraid to talk about. Because it's the kind of stuff that if you understand, well, you wouldn't need them. So, here we are, talking about love, talking about relationships, talking about dating, talking about sex, talking about intimacy, talking about fucking having a good time. So, let's let's talk about, uh, imagine... Imagine for a second. Well, let's talk about the situation. Now, you already have your situation. Just as you're listening to this podcast, have a um, a situation, your current situation in mind, and more importantly, have an outcome that you want to get. Because I think it's really good to listen to this sort of stuff to really feel good. Um, but usually, people listen to this sort of stuff because they want to get somewhere. So I'm going to sort of assume that you have an outcome in mind, and I want more specifically for you to hold that outcome in mind. Is there something you want to learn from this podcast? And this this is a more of a general topic, so it's not going to be specific about long distance relationships. Although if you're in a long distance relationship, I have something very special to announce at the end. But if you're in a situation where you know it's you're just struggling or whatever, whatever it is, you know what it is. I, I this is a podcast. I, I can't read your mind. This is audio. Um, but if I was talking to you one-on-one, I'd be able to read your mind because I'm psychic uh, like that. But have that situation in mind because we're going to be talking about, well, something, something very important. I want you to imagine for a second that you've sort of got this magical wallet. And in this wallet, you have a very special form of currency. Now, this currency that I'm speaking of 
isn't money per se, but you could treat it like it is a currency. And I know we've spoken about energy being currency in the past, or you can treat it like it's a currency. Let's just put all those past metaphors aside. If you're a fan of this podcast, you would have heard of it. But um, if you're new to this, you wouldn't have. But even if you're a fan, let's put that past metaphor aside. Now, you've got a hundred mythical dollars in this in this, in this, um, in this wallet. And with this hundred dollars, you have the ability to make a thousand dollars, a million dollars. You have the ability to basically produce or create as much as you want. Isn't that cool? Isn't that sort of magic? I'd like to think so anyway. Well, the, the reason why I bring this up and the reason what I'm actually talking about, well, this wallet that I'm talking about is what I would call your heart, your ability to connect, your emotions, your giving, the way you look at the world. And this currency that we talk about, well, that's love, emotions, whatever it is. What I'm getting at here, what I'm stepping you towards here is to sort of recognize and to recognize, and the more we work together, you will recognize that every day we're spending some currency or our mental energy and emotional energy on what I would call the wrong things. We are spending it on things like worry. We are spending it on things like pain. We are spending it on things like turmoil, on confusion, on trying to figure it out. For example, there are some people I speak to who spend a long time trying to figure it out. And if you're a fan of this podcast, you would have heard me say this before. But sometimes when we're trying to figure it out, we miss the answer because we're spending so much time trying to figure it out that we have left no mental or emotional space to actually discover the answer. There is a reason why I talk about this stuff. Rather than just saying, text him this, do him that. Poke him in the eye. It's a joke, but do this thing. Bite his ear. He likes it. (laughs) There is a reason why I talk about this stuff, the emotional stuff, more than the what to do. Because the what to do is already out there. You would hear it. You would have heard of it. But more importantly, could you hear it? Were you in a space that you could actually hear those words? Well, if you're in a situation that it's bad and you want it to be good, or good and you want it to be great, or great and you want it to be fucking fantastic, if you're in that situation and you want it, and you've hit what we could call a plateau, or you've hit what we could call a problem situation, then you are just not hearing the answer. And what we have to do, you and I, more specifically, is to make space for that answer. Another way of looking at it is a closet. Now, look at your closet cupboard. Now, this is not a a metaphor for are you in the closet, so get that out of your head. But consider your closet for a moment. Unless you are willing to expand and buy a whole new wardrobe, you would have what we would say a very limited space. And in this very limited space, 
you can cram clothes in and you can do it to your heart's content. You can throw clothes on the floor. But the more clothes you have in this closet, I would then argue that it makes it harder to sort of navigate or sort of go through your clothing and to distinguish between what is you, what you want to wear, and what is sort of garbage. And we have these emotional closets that we live our life with. And we start to almost get to the point that as we continue to live our life, we forget what clothes we've put in our closet that were our own and what clothes we've put in that were the pain and frustrations of other people. A little child feels good about themselves, feels great, wants to explore the world. Then the mother says, if you explore the world, it's dangerous. Don't explore the world. The child does not know any different. The child cannot distinguish between the thoughts that someone else has given them. And thus, the child has inherited somebody else's thoughts, has filled up their closet with other things. Now, this week on YouTube, I'm going to be recording a video inspired by a good friend of mine who was personally ravaged by the words that I spoke to him when he asked me for help. He said, you have to record a video on this. But I'm going to be talking about a morning routine. But I do want to talk about it a little bit here because it's all very contextual. And this was a personal discovery that I had that, well, frankly, I had a terrible morning routine. I want you to consider your mind like it is a computer. And if you don't know how a computer works, a computer very much works like your mind. It has long-term memory and short-term memory. When you turn on a computer, it will load the, the operating system, Windows, Mac, whatever you have, and boot it into your short-term memory of the computer. So it has it readily available. So all the apps, all the applications, even the, the, talk, the, the documents you have when you turn on your phone and you are listening to this podcast, the podcast is loaded from the internet or some term of long-term memory into the phone's short-term memory so that way it can be displayed easily and readily. I find that humans work almost exactly the same way. That when we wake up, we boot ourselves and our brains and we load sort of programs into our mind. Now, my question to you is, and there is a limited disk, disk space, not dick space. There is a limited disk space. And I want you to be aware of that because some people will say, I will just willpower my way out of it. And sure, you can. You can willpower your way out of it. But I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you that this space or this way is a lot easier, a lot more profound, and will give you far more energy than you've ever had before. When you wake up out of bed, how does this all relate? You'll see when we put this whole podcast with a little ribbon. But when you wake out of bed, I want you to do it slowly. Pay attention to the thoughts and processes and ideas that you boot into your mind. You might wake out of bed. Feel glorious. You had a great sleep. Then you start to worry about, oh no. Not feeling too well. I've got to go to work. You have already loaded a virus into your operating system. You've already put clothing into your closet that you did not want. And you have already spent money on things you did not want to spend it on. You have limited 
your power. So I say this to you because I do want you to recognize that by taking things a little bit slower, we can pay attention to the thought processes that we have. We can notice the things where we go right, where we go wrong. We can notice these things. And as a result, decide how we want to live our life. Decide. Now, how does this relate to love? How can we in this sense, make space for love, which some would argue is the title of this podcast. How do we make space for love? Now, I've I've heard that there are some coaches out there who say, make space for love. Literally, take make some physical fucking space in your closet so that way, if you have a partner, they have room in the future for their clothes. Sure, this might be good, but that is taking the steps a bit too quickly. You are jumping gun the gun way too quickly and missing the steps. We have to look at your thought processes. And this is what we do in my world-renowned six-week program, and I will tell you a bit more about that later. We have to make space for love. If you are there mentally complaining about someone, you have less space for someone in your life. If you are in a relationship and it's not going well and all you are doing is thinking about how it is not going well, you do not have space, mental space, to receive the answers. Because very literally, you could literally go through All past, I think there's 80 other podcasts, not including this one. You could literally go through every other podcast and have all the answers that you do need for your love life. But my question is, could you hear them? That's the big thing. If we are in a place where we're we're dealing with something, imagine for a second you're juggling a lot of balls, like 10 juggling balls. If I throw one more, you would not be able to catch it. But if you had less, more space in your hands, you would be able to. A, que- a, a story I have, and if you're a fan of this podcast, you would have heard this before, but I'm going to share this to you one more time to really drill home the point. Once when I was single and ready to mingle, and I say that in a vague vagueness, I was vegan at the time and I was hungry so if you can imagine a young and very vegan Harvey what I do is I go to this vegan fast food place Lord of the Fries and there sitting in one of the booths is this cute girl I see her and go hmm she looks nice I'd like to talk to her and I'd worked on my my ability to talk to people and my confidence and my ability to break out of my shell. And I speak to her. And I, not I don't speak to her. I, I look at her and she gives me eye contact. I give her a wave. And in my opinion, that was enough to initiate a conversation. So I order my food and I sit down with her. And I say to her, in a very flirtatious mood, I say to her, Hi, I'm going to be your dinner date for tonight. How are you going? And she smiles back at me like it was the best thing that could have happened to her, at least that day, I'd like to think. 
And so she gets her food, I get my food, and we start talking. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she starts telling me about her day. And that's not bad. Don't not tell someone about your day. But let's listen to what she said. What she did was she started telling me about, well, she started telling me about, you know, I've been single for a while and it's not like I need a partner, but I really want someone. You know, I'm happy by myself, but sometimes I just want someone to snuggle with. Do you know what I mean? I go, of course I know what you mean. All the while thinking to myself, hmm, here I am. (laughs) Here I am. So, I talk to her a bit more, and I ask her this question. I say to her that, well, you just happen to be speaking to someone who, you're the best, you're speaking to the best person in the world to talk about this to. And this is what I do. These are the people that I help. Would you like some advice? And she says, yes. And I say to her, are you sure? She goes, yeah. What have you got to say? And what I said to her shocked her. I said to her, I've come into your life one of two options. I came into your life as a potential partner or a coach. You chose for me to coach you rather than for me to solve your problem. By solving the problem, I mean that she was complaining about not having someone in her life, I could have very well been that person. But she chose me to be her helper, sort of a therapist, sort of a counselor, sort of a coach in that moment. It's the same thing that I've seen two people talk to one person and get completely different personalities out of them. One of them was interested in a little fun. The other one was interested in figuring out what they're doing wrong completely different responses. It's to this that I point out that anyone you meet will always be a reflection of how you're feeling. They're fighting you? Sure. We could say that they're an angry person. We could say everyone's an angry person. But is that going to help you? Well, the answer is no. The answer is no because we can always blame other people. And we are blessed in a world that we live in approximately 7 billion people. I don't know. I still haven't checked that out since last podcast that we will always have one more person to blame. We will always have it. We can even include ourselves on that list. We can even say it's our fault that we did something wrong. But I'm here today as your coach to tell you that there is nothing wrong, that there is no fault here, that you have not done something wrong, that they have not done something wrong, that it was only the sum of your parts, that you did the best with what you knew how and they did the best with what they know how. And if you want to know how to be even better, then you have to speak to me. There is nothing else that will get you there sooner, quicker and more harmless and carefree because love is easy. And if you do not agree, then you do are not ready to receive how easy it is because you are too busy complaining about how hard and painful it is. So I have two things I want to share with you today. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The first thing I want to share is my amazing new long distance relationship success manual, which that name is a bit cringy. I know, but I picked it 
just fucking deal with it. I have made a new online course. It's a very quick one. It's it's more like a guide type deal where I've disclosed and, and put in some of the deepest, most richest information, real tangible stuff when it comes to long distance relationships. You can get that at www.gethimhook.com. You'll see that under the courses section and under the courses section, it'll say long distance, uh, long distance success or LDR success or something on those minds. I don't know. And as the current thing of this podcast, there should be a little banner at the top that is very obnoxious that you cannot miss um you can get that get access to that now it's only fifty dollars if you do not have fifty it's what that's two three meals out versus a lifetime of fucking happiness like you decide what you want do you want to sit and squalor or do you want it to sort out that is up to you but you can get that at www.gethimhook.com if you do want to speak with me one-on-one you can learn about my six-week intensive, amazing course at www.gethimhook.com as well. Or I think I made a specific link, www.loveonmyterms.com. That is also there as well. Um, So you can get that there. You can sign up. You can have a free call with me. We can talk about it. No strings attached. In my opinion, it's sort of like a first date. And in actual fact, I've actually had people who've done the six-week program actually report that the way that I have structured the thing, and this was intentionally, but I'm glad that they picked up on it. And now you will also be aware of it. You will have the insider knowledge that no one else really has. That what happens is, is I've actually structured the course in a way that simulates a really good relationship. To this extent that people who have been married have actually restructured their relationship around and very similar to the, uh, the course because the way that we communicate, the way that the calls go, the way this and that, it is very reminiscent of a high-powered, high-functioning, next-level relationship. So it helps you experience it now, real-world, in addition to feeling better, understanding, solving problems, and removing the shit barriers that solve you, that get you there. Do not be Dr. Google. You are not brave for doing it alone. You are just alone. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to talking to you soon. And thank you so much for listening. Here's some more non-copyright music. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.